drop. Oh, there's a like, there's a lag on her end or something. Uh, all right, we're not gonna do it. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna skip over it. Let's just let's just pretend, okay? okay. Well, everybody. <laughs> okay, everybody, on the count of three. <laughs> We're going to start. Okay. Okay. Everybody. By the way, this is all staying in. <laughs> I know it is. I just listened to the most recent episode and you left a bunch of dead air at the beginning, which dynamite radio. It's not dead air. It was, the music is playing. Ladies and gentlemen. That doesn't count as dead air. We've been to okay. the past. I, I hit the, 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 the intro uh, sound stuff and the then immediately was like, <gasps> I have to go pee. You know? <laughs> and then <laughs> just left it. <laughs> Best place to be. And then there, yeah, and then there's like 30 seconds of just that, this and then year. Dylan going, Brett! Best time to be. Because <laughs> he, he couldn't take the reins for one. Well, because we're supposed to do it together, so what was I supposed to do? You could have just been like, uh, well, hey, everybody. Uh, no. This is the. Uh, no, okay. this is no. All right, well. No! Oh, <laughs> oh that's where the music kicks in and hello everybody welcome 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 <laughs> to another episode of we do Keanu. Keanu. <laughs> i don't think there's a way to like sync us up i think there's a delay well let could... me close this door i forgot about this why i just don't like it oh okay <laughs> too i'm too exposed <laughs> all right well Everybody, thank, thanks for listening. I, of course... Oh, well, hey, you know what? If this is your first time listening, of course, we're the number one Keanu Reeves podcast in the world. In uh, in the solar system. Solar system. Easily the solar system. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, at least the terrestrial planets. <laughs> uh, we're going through Keanu Reeves' filmography in chronological order for the most part. We have been leaving off a lot of like bit roles and cameos, uh, but... Uh, you know, we're, um, you know, sometimes you just gotta go for it and do one that just really has to be talked about. Uh, I, of course, am one of host, Brett Battostain. And I, of course, am the other of host, Dylan Batto. <clears throat> oh, you <laughs> son of a gun. <laughs> Dylan Haas. Uh, and we we do have a special guest with us and uh, a s- very special guest, returning guest. That we'll Not just a guest, a special <laughs> very guest. Special guest for yeah. a very special episode. <laughs> very special episode, yeah. We'll, we'll introduce you in a second. Uh, last week, just some, you know, house cleaning stuff, housekeeping stuff. Uh, uh, <laughs> I have no idea what last week is. Uh, last week, we were talking about street kings um no the day the earth stood still no wait (laughs) (laughs) no those are the ones that are out right now where where it's i'm so thrown off because the music is not playing underneath me and i didn't realize how much i relied on that to keep track of what i'm doing and saying um and so no it's last bill and ted we talked about bill and ted Three, Bill and Ted. No, God damn it. (laughs) We talked about Exposed. Exposed. We talked about Exposed. Which is funny because I couldn't remember the name of the movie because Tucker watched the other version and that the title of That's the other be version. That's got what it is for me too. The title of that other version made so much better sense that when I was looking up the filmography so I could get a little bit ahead, uh-huh. watching a bunch at once, I was like, "Exposed? Did we watch Exposed?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent. We watched it and re- recorded conversations of us talking about it. We did. And it was, we're just we're moving on now. Yes, and so and this week 
we are talking about um, a fucking <laughs> a fucking bizarre ass movie that doesn't doesn't really fit with no, it doesn't our normal kind of goings on <laughs> our criteria. And if Allison yeah. hadn't already said, "Hey, I really want to talk about this movie," I would have been very strongly opposed to reviewing this movie. Is this podcast only to save my own time? Well, yes. So that to, to, let's introduce our our very oh, yes. special special guest uh, for this very special episode. And it is kind of a special episode it is. if you I, think about right. it. No, you're right. You're I mean, right. Dylan, if you think about it, it's kind of a special episode. <laughs> That's a very good point, Brett. Thank you. Um, it, w- returning from the infamous Lake House episode. Oh, one, of, the, one of our best. <laughs> one of our best. One of our, one of my favorites, to <laughs> be too. honest. Yeah, I, no, me too. And we had so much fun with uh, our guest. Let's round of applause for Allison <laughs> yeah, Meyer. Yeah, Allison yeah. Meyer's returning. Uh, Superimpose s- some clapping. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> fix it in ADR, bro. Okay, I will. Um, we had such a good time with you on the lake house that I was like, you gotta, you gotta come back for something. And you were like, well, I could, I'd come back to talk about the neon demon. Oh boy. And I was yeah. in my head, I was like, well, I don't think we would normally do that, but if that's what's, if that's what's <laughs> what it's going to take to get you back on yeah. here, let's do it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, and I'm curious, why was that the one that you why was that the next yeah. item in your brain as to what we're talking about with Keanu Reeves? Yeah, that's a, that is a very valid question. And I feel like I was also surprised as I said that out loud. Um, I didn't like go on the podcast thinking I was going to then request to discuss the Neon Demon. But so I think that was just the next just Keanu re- Reeves movie that popped in just- your head? <laughs> It just has resided in my mind. I think this is the issue with this movie, like in a similar way, but in a much darker way, uh, like the lake house. This movie has haunted me okay. since I've seen it. And it has it has stuck with me. And I, I really want to talk about it, but it's not a movie that people have seen. It's not a movie that you can really recommend to anyone no it's a weird movie um, was it, i would never tell anybody to watch you, this like movie. Our, <laughs> was it was it a yeah. netflix original so this is no. it's an amazon studios movie. oh that's what made me confused but it was it was a theatrical released film theatrically yes okay hmm. yeah. yeah interesting um so just <laughs> before we kind of dive into the movie in total uh just some kind of backstory that i think is interesting um, so the movie was it came out in 2016. It was directed by Nicholas Winding Refn, and Allison and I were kind of talking about it before we started a rolling tape. Um, that this is he's kind of an interesting guy. Uh, the director, yeah. So those people who aren't familiar with the name, uh, he directed Drive, the Ryan Gosling movie, right? And he also mm-hmm. made Only God Forgives. Which so he made Drive Only God Forgives with Ryan Gosling, right? And then he made this, um, I, which makes me wonder why he didn't bring Ryan Gosling to be in this. Yeah, and yeah, it is. Well, he got Keanu Reeves instead. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, but but he's clearly like he's made two movies with Ryan Gosling as the main character, mm-hmm. so he's clearly his guy. Although I guess there's no real. M- man main character in this one yeah no well so it's a very it's a huge departure (laughs) in terms of casting very female heavy um yeah uh so i it 
kind of what we were talking about before that if you this is a, a bizarre movie but if you look at it in the perspective of having seen drive which is kind of like a noir like a neo-noir type of mm-hmm. thing but it's like a pretty straightforward movie that a lot of people can kind of like wrap their heads around like it's a robbery gone wrong and then this guy has to kill a bunch of bad guys <laughs> you know like yeah it's not it's not anything that's too crazy what was cool about it was just like all the style and like yeah. funny colors that he, that were brought to it and then yeah. only god forgives yes. Dylan Allison you said you hadn't seen that um no i've only seen drive oh that's that's you know. <laughs> sorry hold on dylan, I, I, what's happening dylan just showed me that um we we got a notice here at the studio because i torrented the i torrented mulan yesterday while oh is I was that here. what this is and about? we just got okay. a notice from CenturyLink saying don't do that like, okay. saying we're in uh we do it again we'll be in trouble because it's 30 dollars on disney plus oh, no. yes. and i was like i'm not paying 30 dollars for this go fuck yourself disney and <laughs> disney if you want to come after me do it why don't you use a vpn you weirdo well i don't know I don't want to. Um, anyways, um, so you, Allison, you were saying you've seen Drive, but you have not seen Only God Forgive. I've only seen Drive. Okay. Yeah. And then that's the only other Refn movie I've seen. Okay. Okay. Has yeah. he only made those three movies? No, he's made some other like Denmark language films. Okay. And then he made one called Valhalla Rising, which is like an early Mads Mikkelsen movie where he plays like I don't a know Viking what those dude. words mean. You don't know who Mads Mikkelsen is? No. He's Hannibal, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, I like that guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody likes him. Come on. Um, he's just the weird face guy. Yeah, he's, he's weird just, face Why guy. wouldn't you just call him the weird face guy? Casino Royale. <laughs> Casino Royale, the yeah, weird face guy. Weird face guy in Casino yeah. Royale. God. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> um, so and so you've seen Drive mm-hmm. and Only God Forgives. Yes, I did. I, I like Drive a bunch. And then when I heard that he had done another one with Gosling, I was like, oh, I'm going to check that out. Because yeah. I also really like Ryan Gosling. Same. I, 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 um, and I enjoyed that one because it was like... Uh, against type, right? Like he wasn't the hero. He was just kind of a schmo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In yeah. a handsome man's body. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, Only God Forgives is a weird movie. Yeah. Like it's definitely... Well, so was this movie. <laughs> well, so that's kind of what... Uh, that's kind <laughs> of my point. Yeah, kind this of my... It's really weird. <laughs> kind of my point though is that like... <laughs> Only God Forgives is weird, but not like so weird no. where you're just like... But it's kind of it's it kinda, feels like a weird take on <clears throat> a, a an old format, right? Exactly. Like it's, it's like a gangster film, you yeah. Know, revenge stuff, but uh oh, what did you do? I think we lost. I lost video on my computer. Uh oh, hold on. Did you lose your internet? That was why I Go showed on. you that thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I might have lost my internet. Hold okay. on, on on my phone or on the computer, okay, but not yeah, on yeah. my phone. Let's see. Yeah, because you're probably using your. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you look at it in, if you look at this movie as the third in like this group of movies, it doesn't really seem as weird because Drive is a pretty like familiar story, just done in a kind of like a more stylistic and noir. I really dig it. Weird way. Yeah, me too. I love Drive. And then Only God Forgives kind of the same thing but yeah. it's a little bit more weird it's a little bit more um uh just uh i don't know other than it, it's a little more uh like left of center yeah, than okay. than drive was yeah. and then this movie i mean we've seen I mean, this is like an art 
almost like an art house film style. It is. Yeah. yeah. It totally is. Yeah. And it's uh, <laughs> it's an art house film, but it's also we've seen this kind of story kind of, of in course. a sense. And I mean, Showgirls yeah. is this. You get that's my go to reference is oh. Showgirls. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, sure. O- only because I'm a big Vorhoven fan, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, this movie again is just like a little bit more i mean a, a lot more you could say like left of center than his previous two movies but it does make sense in that kind of like progression of just like trying to like push the envelope a little bit more trying he's, to get a little bit more esoteric and weird and arty with it uh, yeah he's definitely using the visual medium to relay emotion and uh like yes. set the style, set the what am I trying to say? Set the um the vibe, I guess. For sure, yeah. And it, and it works. Like it was bugging me for it a minute, does. and then I was like, I kind of like this. It, it it almost inspired me to like want to dig in and like go. Um, I don't know if there's people who've spent time like trying to uh, decipher exactly what he meant by because yes. he's he's clearly every frame is intentional and there's symbolism on top of symbolism and totally. Uh, but yeah. then at the end I was like, but I'm not going to waste my time. With it. I mean, <laughs> it, it, I could sense it. I could, it, the stuff that I took away in watching it, I was like, this is cool. I like it when someone puts this much effort and time and thought into how they're using the medium. I appreciate it. That's yeah. why I texted you, Brett, and was like, you're going to hate this movie because <laughs> it, it had, uh, it, it, it had reverberations of, uh, Jim Jarm, Jim Jarmusch. Is that who, who did, uh, my own private Idaho? God damn it. No, it's Gus Van, Gus Van Sant. Sant. Yeah. I always have that problem with those two guys. And I even had that in that episode, didn't I? But it had, yeah. uh, you know, it, it reminded me of that, just like the stylization that I know yeah. bothers Brett more than it bothers me typically, <laughs> well, but you you maintained that you liked it, and I get the sense that you on rewatch you still liked it. Well, so yeah, oh, so really quick, I'll I'll just I'm just gonna put this out there. Uh, so for one, I I think it helped this time having seen it before. Okay, because um, this mm-hmm. is my second time watching it. Uh, Allison, how many times have you seen it? I've seen it three times now. Oh, okay, sweet. Um, it's not one you can just you can just go watch all the time. No, but, um, no, no. It's not like doing dishes. <laughs> it's not like a doing dishes no. and chores movie. But um, so it's it's not the lake house. A hundred percent. This is the polar opposite of yeah. that. I would argue. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so this is my second time. I kind of pointed out to you, Dylan, that I it, it's not so much in movies like art like the artiness of it that rubbed me the wrong way. What it usually is, is stuff that's like art for art's sake right. or art just mm. because they're like, I'm I'm an artist type thing, you know? Like, it's like a pretension where there doesn't need to be any pretension. Yeah. And No, I, I understand. And like, but I, I fully love like, weird horror movies that are like yeah uh, like cerebral and like my kind of go-to comparison for this movie was something like suspiria where that movie's all just like vibey and just all about like the kind of crazy visuals and like the feeling of it and it's not so much about just like what the story is it's just about how like how weird are we gonna make this yeah (laughs) well yeah but and i I love that yeah that's that's what I love about this movie because 
because um, there's a lot I love and a lot I hate about this movie. Totally. Um, <laughs> and and um, like the story about this movie is that when it premiered at Cannes, it got like booze and a standing ovation, which Same I think is like- Same with God Forgives. Huh. Yeah. And it's like the competing sides of myself because totally. I'm like totally into like, I will watch a movie for like the vibes, totally. Like the, the aesthetics and um, this was the movie that introduced me to uh, Natasha Breyer's work. She's the DP on this movie, and cool. I think she's so talented. And it's just like every every still from this movie could be like art on yeah. the wall. Oh yeah, and totally. I love it. Like I just I I love that it's I don't even mind that it's kind of a slow burn for a lot of the movie because I just am so mesmerized by it visually. Uh, but then he just makes some he makes some decisions that I have a hard time with <laughs> toward the end. And, and like, and not all of them. Like I'm actually, some of, some, of, some of the like campy horror elements I don't have as much of an issue with, but there are other things I definitely struggle with with this movie. So I'm always kind of debating with myself about kind of where I stand with oh, this film. Totally. It, 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 feels, it feels like a movie he the guy gen he seems to really really love like late 60s early 70s like mm -hmm. art artistic visually artistic films that mm -hmm. where what's the imagery is what's driving the story as much as the the plot and the dialogue and, right and he yes. does it effectively right like he does do a good job of it and even like the style of music in all three of these films that we've just been talking about with him like the music yeah. selection is not contemporary it, it feels old it feels like the like a weird choice for everything in this one especially yeah i mean it's very like synthy yeah. 80s style stuff. even earlier it sounds even earlier that's what i'm saying like it feels like a movie that if you other than the quality of the film if you said it was from 73 i would be like yeah okay yeah it really I mean, obviously the actors are not going to be in it, but you know what I'm saying. You totally, yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, I totally get it too. Yeah. So let's, I mean, let's kind of, should we, I think we should try let's, and kind of like parse yeah. it out. Cause there's. <laughs> Summarize the plot. There's so much kind of, <laughs> there's so much in this movie. It's like, it's very, it's very dense, but it's also very straightforward. Mm -hmm. um, there really isn't that much. It's just m yeah. runway models. It's just like beautiful people. Yeah, and and the obsession with beauty, it feels like a commentary on something specific. I'm not entirely sure. I think I think I kind of I think I get it. I I do think yeah. I kind of see what the movie's going for. It, I, I, at first, I thought it was just about models and the obsession with models, but I think it's more than that. So I think it's more than I that think too. It yeah. is too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we have. So I mean, we haven't even mentioned. We barely. We haven't. We've yet to mention Keanu Reeves because he's not in the fucking yes. movie, which is why my initial yeah. protestation. He's really not in this movie a lot. He has like, but he does have a few pretty. Um, he, like yeah. he's in a couple scenes and he's he's good. He's in he's good. He's in my one of my favorite scenes and one of my least favorite scenes. Okay, um, 100%. So I, mind, I got you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he looms large for those reasons. Yeah. Like I actually was surprised how little he was in the movie rewatching it because I think those scenes have had such an impact and yeah. like how I see that movie. So oh, well, I hope it. I hope we. Uh, it's the same scenes for I'm, both I'm of us. Guessing it's, I'm guessing because it would be it would be upsetting if it was like I was like oh I love that one actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> no, I, I assume you're talking about the one you love is when the mountain lion is discovered yes, in her room. That's my favorite. That's a terrific. I love that scene. When that happened, I was I like, I love that scene. Yeah, I was like, oh, this movie's doing shit. It's yeah. not just yeah. like doing that. I, I love that. Like, I think about that scene all the time when I'm writing because the first time I saw it, it just, it was like, this is doing so much in yeah. such an interesting way. And it's so, it's so visually beautiful, of course. Uh, so anyway, we can continue, but I love that. Well, scene. cause that's fairly early in, right? Like mm -hmm. it, it, the story is Elle Fanning is a aspiring model. Yeah. But they never really tell you much. I mean, they, she reveals that she's got no family, but she could also yeah. just be a runaway who knows what this kid's right. background is. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And she's an aspiring model in some weird modeling world that I suppose is supposed to be real. I don't know. It felt very like, what the fuck is happening? I don't know. The model, the modeling world seems like incredibly yes. fucked up. Oh, a hundred percent. But in this, well, but this also felt like a, a, a hyper extension of yes. that, right? It, 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 well, it's like all symbol symbols. All, I think every, it's one of those movies that like, it's like, I don't know how much you're supposed to read anyone as like a real character as yeah. much as just a symbol it's for like something. A, it's like a David Lynch film after yeah. a while yeah. at heart where he just went cuckoo bananas. <laughs> cuckoo bananas. Every, every frame is just about symbolism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But that's really how that feels, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah. My, my point with that though is just that like I obviously it's like a like heightened re like it's like yeah it's symbolism and uh very uh like heightened reality and all that stuff and or surreality but yeah. uh they all don't seem like that far-fetched to me no it, it does a good yeah. their conversations that they have with each other yeah, also it, don't seem very super far-fetched to me it seems yeah it seems uh, viable until the scene where the one woman like tries to suck or drink her blood. Yes. <laughs> At that point I was like, which, oh, wait, what's going on? <laughs> which I, I love that scene so much so too. Do I. And I do want to say like, um, I think that so many of the women are just like giving great performances in this movie. Hell like yeah. I, Abby Lee, who's the model who plays Sarah, like she's amazing in this Haunting. movie. She doesn't have like a lot to do, yeah. but she like really, She's she makes an impact. They they both yeah the two main like supermodels that are her nemesis is mm. nemesis nemesis. <laughs> um, at first, I, I appreciate like the first time they really set them down is when after that one shoot and the two models are sitting with the the super uh, the the designer I guess yeah the guy who shoot, and they're just sitting in that restaurant diner or whatever yeah. and they're just they're just like cardboard cutouts. And yeah. they're all just talking about beauty. Yeah. Um, until that moment, and then moving forward, I was like, "Oh, these are like actual characters. They're not just caricatures." Oh, yeah. yeah. And so I agree. Like, because they were at first, I was just like, "What the fuck? Do they just not know how to get anyone who can act?" So they're just like, <laughs> "I agree." Because they're just like so. In, and but now I understand it's intentionally wooden, right? They're just they're yeah, like they cutouts sort of sitting there, and they do not move. That that last shot of them talking when he's like, "Beauty isn't." everything it's the only thing mm -hmm. and then they have that that straight uh straight across shot of them mm -hmm. <laughs> it's just ridiculous i got the impression of like do they just not know what to do so they're just sitting still but yeah I, I, yeah um so one one thing i want to talk about um as we're going <laughs> through this is i i did look up some stuff about it and a lot of uh there was like accusations of this movie like 
being like sexist and um mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. uh uh gynophobic uh and it's interesting i don't i didn't really get a sense of that from see this. okay i i i didn't either allison i was wondering yeah. your take on this because i i like especially yeah. when i saw like the credits and saw like all the women involved in making the well, movie that's, yeah this is okay. This is like my conflict with this movie okay, all the okay. time <laughs> because this is so much of the debate about this movie is like, how do we read it? Is mm-hmm. it a feminist movie or not? Um, and I, I don't know if I'd say it's a feminist movie, but I, I will say that I think that you can see the influence of women in, you know, he, he worked with um, two women with this to write the screenplay. Right. Um, and I'm a little curious, like how much they stuck to the screenplay, because I was listening to um, an interview with Natasha Bear Breyer, uh, who did the the cinematography, and she was saying that like when she first got the script, it was much uh, had a lot more dialogue. Hmm. But they saw they shot this entire movie in order, okay, like Wild. every scene. weird. They were like kind of sh- shifting the story through the whole process. But from what she was saying, and from what the actresses were saying, they felt like they really had a lot of uh room to kind of shape their characters and their mm-hmm. and their uh like roles in the film so they i think that we have to give them a lot of credit for how this movie turned out and totally. i think i understand the the concerns about it but i think that first of all you can tell that a, um i think you can tell that a woman is uh overseeing the photography in this movie because i think there is a way it could have been very like yeah, it's like commenting on the male gaze, but it, I don't think you really it never see felt, it. It never mm. felt salacious at all. It doesn't feel salacious. Yeah, 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 at all. Yeah, I think I think that you can you can see her influence there. Totally. And I think the script does interesting things in kind of they're not claiming I don't think that that women are just naturally against each other. Like they're really showing no, the environment that has created. That's totally. that's this the take scenario. that I had on it. And, and the the one character who I, I forget their names, the woman who eats the blood, the, the, the that wanted to eat her blood. Sarah. Sarah. Is that Sarah or Gigi? Sarah's the one who initially like licks her hand. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Sarah, well, and the one Sarah's the, the one that I at love. At the end, who winds up the only one who survives at the end, yeah. right? Yeah. And that's, Sarah, yeah. I felt like that was the whole ultimate commentary because was that in order to survive in this world that they've presented, you have to just, yes. like the only thing you can be concerned about is success in yeah. like, she, literally she's eating your one. competition. Yeah. She's the only one who can literally stomach oh, what, yeah, what, like, what you have to do to like succeed in this like yeah. male-dominated world. And she seems like the only one that they show a full body image of her like in that underwear modeling scene. She's the only yeah. one that they show. They spend time yeah. tracking her full body as she moves down. I, I, I caught that specifically with Elle Fanning that they were only yeah. showing from her shoulders yeah. up. Shoulder, shoulders up. Which, mm-hmm. And I think like... That's because that's I always think about that scene because like the way that scene is shot, you have a room full of models in their underwear, but it is very it's very upsetting. There's nothing like sexy about it. It's very, very upsetting. And it's getting the point across of like the toxic nature of this world they're in. Oh, yeah, totally. A hundred percent. And yeah, that's I was confused when I saw that because like my reading of the movie was more of a like i would i would say it's more of like a sympathetic 
view of the relationship that like women in the entertainment industry have where it it is commenting on the like the industry is run by men like that's what the like right. the sarno character represents Cre- that, like, creepy men there are a lot like, of creepy men yeah and like and they're Ke- not creepy enough in this honestly <laughs> and <laughs> and like uh and and dean like the the quote-unquote yeah. nice guy of the movie who's still like an adult i still a, don't trust yeah, well I he's don't an adult him. dating a 16 yeah, he's, year old he's, perf- yeah. he's cast perfectly because yeah. the yeah. second he shows up on screen i'm like oh that's a bad guy yeah and he's yeah. not a bad guy in the film he's actually the only person who seems to genuinely care about the l fanning character throughout the entire but he's still film. dating a 16 year old and he's an adult uh, no i know i know but but that's <laughs> so, my point is totally. e- even he is the only one who's caring and he still reads as a mm-hmm. as a creep as and, a, and then and of course keanu's hank runs the is her landlord right runs, runs the, the motel, motel that yeah. she's she's living at and all of these men are just like essentially like tearing the like turning the women against each other right yeah. like that's all that's yeah. all they're doing. And so, yeah. What, yeah. And it was confusing to me. I mean, it, it felt like the entire point of the movie, cause you're following Elle Fanning through the entire film, Jesse, and Jesse. And, and it's, mm-hmm. you know, obviously or the message I was receiving is like, she is pure and she is mm-hmm. innocent and she is honest and vulnerable. And it's what attracts everyone to her and they all want to eat her alive. <laughs> but, it, and then that, that, cool esoteric like red and green triangle scene before she, when she gets <laughs> yeah. and she goes into the triangle world and mm-hmm. has the like inner like sees her reflection in blue and then it turns to or green I, I couldn't tell if it was blue or green and then it turns to red and then she steps back out and then from that point forward it's like she's had to whatever the compromise internally to lose that vulnerability and innocence and own what it takes to make it in this world that that they're showing us like she has absorbed it and she becomes like vicious and and owns her her shit uh and i thought okay so this is the story of her and then we see even you know we see the two models want to eat her alive literally and even the um the makeup designer we have ruby jenna malone Malone. i think jenna malone is such like an underused and underappreciated actor Yeah. yeah Well, and, and she's it, she's so good in this movie. Even though I have issues with some of the decisions with her character, yeah, oh, I, I thought that was I strange think, to have her align herself with the two models like that at the end, where they, you know, they basically kill her and eat her. Yeah, <laughs> basically yeah. they do kill her and eat well, her. Well, but yeah, I, I they do kill her. My my interpretation, my reading of that though is that she was grooming her the whole time. Mine right? too. Yeah. Mine too. Which I, yeah. I I found interesting because like once she gets rejected, right? She mm-hmm. she is yes. trying to be. She I well, feel like that's all of it. Like they that she has a genuine connection to her. She she I read it as was genuinely interested in in being. You know, like it yeah. wasn't just for her own personal gain. Like she was genuinely interested in Jesse, and then Jesse rejects her advances, and then she aligns herself with the the two other models. Like the very next scene, and they push her. I really like the symbolism of her standing on that diving board, mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, Jenna Malone's looking up at her, and she's like yeah. floating like an angel. I I loved that so much. And then that, they throw that shot her is in. amazing. Yeah. yeah. And shot was like in the trailer i remember when this trailer came out and i was just like i this is the kind of movie i have to see because they're, they're that shot of her like above the empty swimming pool yeah. it was in the trailer but, but i think like that oh god well i was just gonna say because then i was confused that they continued going 
because <laughs> they yeah. they've eaten her and they're bathing yeah. in her blood and the, uh, and the two models yeah. the one gratuitous shot of the two models naked yeah. w- bathing the blood off of her body in mm-hmm. super slow motion yeah <laughs> uh, are showering the blood off their body but and, it's like very coven vibes like there's something also like yeah strange about I, and it's I, not sexy i expected it to no, just yeah. kind of end but then it continues on and we're <laughs> following those two models at their next shoot and i was like what what's going on like we just the the whole perspective of this world was this jesse character and she is gone no but i i i do i actually like that me, oh, I, I did too me but too. I, for a minute i was just like okay so am i not following what yeah. this movie's about yet well yeah and this is the end of the movie so i feel like that's weird to me it kind of reminds me of like in uh like no country for old men where oh, all yeah, of a sudden that... like Llewellyn moss is dead and then you're like then you realize at the end of the movie you're like oh shit this movie's about tommy lee jones <laughs> <laughs> well no he's not dead what? No, he's not dead. Llewellyn Moss? Oh, 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 I thought you meant the... Uh, uh, the, the oh, the, the Anton Chigurh. Anton Chigurh. No, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about yeah, yeah, the yeah, whole yeah, movie yeah. you're following Josh Brolin, and yeah, then at yeah, the yeah. end you're like, oh, shit, this movie's about Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, it kind of reminds me... That's A what little the, bit, but I, I took it because then we find out that the one model can't stomach it, and yeah. she, you know, literally vomits. She, like, <laughs> stuffs... She cuts herself in half or whatever with yeah. the scissors yeah. and vomits and up an like, eyeball. She's hacking up an eyeball forever. Like that's yeah, like the longest amazing. sequence. And then and, it's and amazing. Then the other woman <laughs> yeah, yeah. when she eats it and then goes back out, I was like, oh fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and also also sorry, while we're talking about that end scene, with when the other model kills herself and Abby Lee is just she does like this little like movement with her lip just yeah. watching her dead body and it's like genius. It's like, really I, great. It's amazing. It's it's haunting. Yeah. Like it really and is. It like, is no. It's stuck with me forever. Well, because she has also wormed her way into that shoot. She wasn't invited to the shoot. She was just there to yeah. hang out. Mm-hmm. And then the guy, I love how they just show the, 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 the photographers or whatever, the artists, air mm-hmm. quotes, like they're so disinterested in all these women. And then there's something about Jesse's energy that's just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> and even contained inside of the, like having yeah. literally consumed her yeah. physical form, he still sees her from across the yeah. pool outside through a window. He's uh-huh. like, who are you? Oh, who are yeah. you? I, I love that. It's so, yeah. it's so ridiculous. And that, that little lip curl, like you said, like yeah. I read yeah. that as her like seeing oh, that's the last little bit I need to consume. And like, yeah. not at all concerned about her presumed friend. friend. Yeah. I mean, she calls yeah. her her friend. She does call her her friend. You're right. Her friend. It, she just wants to get that last little piece of Jesse that she can and then just steps back out into the shoot, presumably. Yeah. Yep. And it's so ridiculous. It's, <laughs> so it is. So, uh, yeah. So Elle Fanning is trying to be a model. She's getting like, <laughs> All this attention from like photographers, she gets signed to a model modeling agency with Christina Hendricks, yeah. who oh my god, her scene in the is movie is great. Yeah, she's so fucking good, and I was just like, uh, like it just like hurts like my heart to yeah. like see uh, this like the way she like looks at those women in the lobby for like a few minutes and then she it's just like you away. can go you can go i love that like oh i loved it too but it's, it's still like i it's love it brutal. in a way that just like is so brutal and uh, yeah, just like i don't oh, just like oh God. what is the deal with this world like i don't i i gotta believe that that's accurate to at least how the impression from the outside seems because what the fuck well, she's just like looking at them sitting on the on couches and just is like you gotta go <laughs> Dude, I've watched a lot of America's Next Top Model, oh, um, and, yeah. 
and then also like uh from what at least like from what they said in interviews abby lee was like very influential i think in shaping kind of some of this okay model world okay. element cool. so i think it i mean i do think it's a very dark industry to be well in. I mean, sure i mean the entertainment industry in general is like yeah very and la yeah LA. i mean i think like la is part of this too like society at large but you know i think yeah a lot well of it and is just like the obsession the with the obsession with beauty the the overemphasis on beauty you know i mean he says Materialism. he says it straight out it's yeah. not the only thing it's, it's not yeah the, it's not yeah what does he say I it's everything it's not the it's best everything. thing it's the only or that's it's what that's what thing. Jesse says. It's everything. She's like It's everything. Yeah. yeah no, but yeah. he says it too. He's oh, he when I'm he's sure. talking he to those models at the table. Oh. Yeah, he does. He says, um I guess I didn't write it down. Hmm. Uh true beauty is the I I can't read my handwriting. <laughs> uh-huh. No, the one the quote I got from her was um when her boyfriend's just like, I don't recognize you or whatever or whatever that character is and yeah. boyfriend or whatever and, Dean. He, and he's like you want to be like them, and she's like, "I don't want to be them. They want to be me." I liked that. They want to be me. But. Yeah, or he, or he says like, "You don't have to be afraid of them." Yeah, and she's like, "They." Or is that? Does she say that when she's on the diving board? I don't know. I can't remember. There, there's a lot of good moments and a lot of good lines like that where it really like cut it, like at certain points it kind of like for foregoes the symbolism to like just cut to the chase with lines like that. Mm-hmm. And I, but I appreciate that because the lines do really like. Like those lines cut through the rest of the dialogue, which is so like kind of like cerebral and like yeah. weird yeah. and kind of like not. I would, I'm not going to say like wooden, but you guys know what I mean. And then sometimes they'll yeah. just like come come along with like yeah. a line like that that kind of just like really cuts to the chase, and it it's really uh really good, and really powerful. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's talk about those two piano scenes, right? Because like you said, <laughs> the the mountain lion being in the room. Like it's such a perfect symbolism that. for where the film's going to go, right? right. Like it, exactly, it's it, the setup for it is so perfect because obviously you think it's a man yeah. in her room, like yeah. that's that that's where the threat is, right? And then you find out it's something else, yeah. and it's a cougar, and just it's a cougar in her room, and it's such a beautiful shot, and the music is so perfect, the scoring throughout the movie is perfect. Oh yeah. Um, but then the I second scene. I just love that. What about now? Mm-hmm. But now the second scene wait, wait, with with Keanu. Wait, wait, hold on, really quick. Though. Oh, okay. I, just I. This is I, I love when we get it like an asshole Keanu. It's, oh yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's, I had that same thought yeah. of like, oh good, he gets to be kind of the bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love an asshole Keanu. He reminded me. Uh, we had we. It's kind of shades of like his character uh, Donnie in The Gift, where yeah. he's like the like southern redneck asshole. Uh, and yeah, his character, he plays Hank in this and he <laughs> is just, he just doesn't care. He's just an asshole. Like he's awful. Yeah. And he charges her for the door to, yeah. when they go in to see And he it. also like that. Okay. So, you know, like early on how creepy he is, because first of all, when she goes to say that uh, there's something in my room, he knows without her saying what her room number is. So already, you know, oh, like, that's true. That's you on notice. And then, like, he immediately, when when they they see the damage and they don't quite know what the cause is, he's, like, art, he's just, like, touching her. It's like, stop touching her. What are you doing? Yeah. Um, you already know, like, how creepy he is. And then you just find out, like, more and more how terrible he is in his few scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the... Okay, so, but then the second big scene that he yeah. has is she... After she breaks up with the dude, right? Like, she comes home mm-hmm. from that night 
Well, and and he does have a scene with Dean as well. When he has a scene with Dean, where he's like slamming doors. It's his slamming door scene. Yeah, which I that's I actually like as far as like Keanu goes. Like I do love the cougar scene a lot, but as far as Keanu goes, I really (laughs) liked him in the scene that that he has with Dean, where he's just like yeah, going in and out and. Uh, and he's like, I, Dude, I just, I just, I just rented a room to a 13 year old girl, 214, gotta be seen. Okay. Yeah. So, so the trivia is that if this is true, the, the thing is that apparently he made up that that was Keanu's line. He sure. came up with that line. Oof. I can see that. Horrifying. Yeah. Horrifying. <laughs> um, well, cause he's supposed to be like trafficking yeah. in runaway girls, right? Like he knows that these kids are runaways. He's just taking them for a few hundred bucks and probably he's disgusting. Yeah. Doing whatever he, he wants. Yeah. He's them. a monster. Um, and it is uns- it is unsettling to see Keanu play that role so well. Like it's it's hard. He's an actor. It's hard to- <laughs> I know. Yeah. Well, you, you. I mean, I think probably for us it's not as uh, as unusual because we've seen so much of You've it. Seen it. But your yeah. reference point is the lake house. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't like, the guy in like the action hero. Man. You know, like yeah, yeah, action yeah. hero man, and like the the one who will. But we've seen The Watcher, so <laughs> <laughs> so you you have a different view. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but yeah, he is. And I think that they were very conscious in that casting too. That they knew that the association with Keanu was more especially like since because this is post John Wick. Yeah. Yes. Yes. This is two years after the first John Wick and the year before the second John Wick. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. He is. He is such a good dirtbag asshole in this movie, <laughs> and it's funny because. I feel like in a lot of movies, the to me what it seemed like they were setting up a little bit um, at the beginning was that he was like the curmudgeon with the heart of gold type thing, um, mm-hmm. where yeah. he was like an asshole, where he, uh, you know, but at the end of the day, he comes and like saves her or something like that. And I didn't think that was gonna happen. <laughs> well, <that's, laughs> but I, I feel you because he's Keanu. Because it's Keanu. Yeah, that's yeah. What Keanu. I yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so then. Yeah, when when we get to the the second big the, scene, the second big scene, I was like, "Oh, he's not coming back from this." <laughs> but no. I did it happen, right? Like, there's we don't know. For we don't sure. know what actually happened there, right? Like, because she comes home and she's freaked out. I don't remember exactly the setup, but she, you know, she sneaks past yeah. him to get in, and mm-hmm. then she shuts the door and she goes, she falls asleep, and she wakes up with him creeping over her with a knife mm-hmm. or do we follow him up you know, I forget how we that... kind of see there's like a creepy shot of like going into the room yeah, yeah. and I think we are but left it's almost to dreamlike it's, I think it is well I think it's like a yeah left a little bit open is it a dream sequence well because he, not he's like putting a knife in her yeah. mouth as she's sleeping and yeah. then when she wakes up he's just like open wider open wider and like it's disgusting touching yeah, it's her awful. with a and, knife and I will say I mean, when we're talking about like, uh, how, you know, I feel like this is the influence of a male director. I don't think we needed this scene. I didn't I understand there were other what ways to for. move this forward. Well, yeah, because it doesn't. It the next thing that happens is she wakes up on the floor, mm-hmm. and yes. it's all light in her room, and you, you're. I, I at least took that the impression she kind of just fell out of bed sleeping and was awakened by the sound of what appears to be no 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 because that then somebody's like someone rattling, does try to rattling on the door yeah. trying to get in and then they give up and go next door and then you can hear whatever's going on next door 
presumably yeah. a rape of some kind. Yes. So, which I also don't know if that is necessary either. <laughs> like, I don't know. There are a lot of like uh, assaults we witness in a short span of time, and I don't know. Yeah. If well, we needed them. <laughs> I, I, I guess my only take on that was to just reiterate how she was not safe anywhere, right? Like yeah. this was her only safe space and it was still just dangerous right. to the point like she's surrounded by it and it feels like it just enters the room. Like she has nothing safe. And it also gives a reason for her to go stay with, with uh, what's the, the, the Jenna Moore? Ruby. But Jenna. you're right. There's They could have got her there anyway, right? Like it didn't need to be in duress that she goes to Ruby. She could have just trusted Ruby because Ruby was trying to be genuine right. well and i think that Presumably. like uh you could have this, see this is what i do when i watch this movie because there's like a few parts of this movie that i just kind of want to like fast forward through and pretend they don't happen sure. because i think that they're gross i think that like <laughs> yeah they're gross and i don't and i just you know i know that that's that's what that's what he's trying to do like he wants to be provocative and like make these kind of sure challenging decisions but i don't but i think that the subtext is so clearly there like we all know that this is the danger for a young girl on right. her own in a motel in this industry and i don't know i think that you could have just had someone try to break into her room and that's what scares her and we don't actually right need the yeah we don't need dream the sequence dream. or like the assault off camera yeah i don't know i don't think she got assaulted off camera because she's still fully clothed and she's not bleeding no she's, well, she's girl, talking about the, the next door neighbor the girl next oh door. oh oh yeah and yeah i don't know about that. I, I feel you yeah, to especially because that's presumably the thirteen-year-old girl, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Two fourteen, and I think we are—we kind of presume it's Kiana, but we yeah. also don't know because it could yeah. be any anybody. Mm -hmm. It could be Dean. It could be Dean, I mean, yeah. Which is the creepy thing too, because like mm -hmm. I didn't think there about are a lot it being of Dean. creepy men. I, I just associated it with Keanu based on the yeah the knife scene. I think yeah, yeah. and well, and because. Uh, they show earlier that like the key, his key doesn't work for her room or something like that. Right. Mm -hmm. When they break the door right. in. So yeah. there's, there's gotta be some intentionality behind that door. Cause it doesn't work, doesn't work, doesn't work, but then randomly it works just fine. Right. Well, and as far as like the knife scene goes, like I definitely don't think it really adds anything uh, no. in particular, like to, and to me, it's pretty clear that that's uh a nightmare or a dream sequence or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. But because it's a dream, because it's a nightmare, because it's a dream sequence, like you could do anything, you know what I mean? And you could do something else. Yeah. And, and I think that's where like, <laughs> that's where you want like your symbolism and your metaphor, because I mean, like she has the dream sequences of, yeah. Like of her, like stepping through the, the Zelda Triforce triangles. <laughs> well, uh, but that's, that's, <laughs> It's yeah. interesting though because the real world is already so layered in symbolism that she's walking through to have an additional dream sequence just feels like uh redundant right like you just why like not we're in a dream sequence right now yeah the whole yeah. thing feels that way so to yeah. have that added on I, I you're right I I wonder if that's just because they had Keanu <laughs> right because there's yeah. no there's nothing gained by that she could just have been awoken by the door being by the rattled. door yeah. or the if door. you're gonna have a dream sequence like again yeah you can do anything with a dream sequence like you could just have him like 
floating on the ceiling above her bed or something like that. And yeah, she wakes do up. Do a hereditary. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's cutting his head off with a piano oh, wire. Jesus Christ. Um, and then, yeah, and definitely like the the him assaulting the 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 girl next door is. I mean, yeah, there's nothing added by that. There's no, no, not in this movie. Like, I mean, well, and then there's also the police tape that she keeps cutting down to get up to her stairs, like indicating that there's already been. Oh yeah, that's a good stuff point. going on mm. up Things the stairs happening. that lead to where she lives. You know, I for, I didn't I didn't think about that. That's yeah. a really good point, though. But in in this movie, I don't think making it so yeah. like explicit when yeah. that this no. movie's not really about that. Um, no, it's it's established. We all know that's the danger. Like you yeah. can read the premise of the movie, and we all know that 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 that's the subtext. And right, and that's and I just it's only part of the danger of her the world yes. that she's living in, right? And yeah, that that's yeah. been established already too. And so to, yeah, to then yeah to make it so explicit, just it does feel cheap and just for like shock value yeah and it feels it feels lazy you know totally. like do something interesting if you're going to make a, a movie that is already two hours long which it doesn't yeah. need to be yeah um <laughs> do something really interesting like you can you can do i mean the the end all the cannibalism stuff at the end is very different and interesting and like i wouldn't have minded just more campiness like that yeah totally going to do too. something or, yeah or just remove yeah. that whole section right like there's no yeah, need for truly it. Just, yeah. just just have her yeah. decide that she's have her just like look around her room and just be like fuck this i'm gonna go yeah. hang out with ruby and at this point in the movie jesse has like officially like to- completely embraced like yeah. na- narcissism yeah and c- completely embraced like the lifestyle and the the attitudes of somebody who's just completely bought into their own hype right right yeah <laughs> and, yeah yeah uh, she like she she uh kisses herself in the mirror there's like yeah. so many mirrors in this movie oh and I, I do love there's so many like the every shot with l fanning in and in a room is at least partially in reflection i think in, yeah yeah it's which cool. is again like it's really cool yeah it's yeah really so cool <laughs> <laughs> um, i did appreciate that after a while i was like oh damn every shot it contains a reflection yeah. of her mm-hmm. i really appreciate that and and she's getting all these like big gig, like this big gig with like this sarno character <laughs> big who, gig. the big gigs <laughs> she's hit the big time um and Where they wear clown makeup blue eyeshadow and bright red lips like a geisha girl lips <laughs> <laughs> So like weird. the lips are like if you've been eating someone's blood. I love that too. Oh, sure. That there's like this little nod to that. Um, Sarno is played by Alessandro Nivola, who people might remember from Face Off, one of my faves. <laughs> <laughs> he did look familiar, but I yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's one of those dudes who's just like sure. a character actor and a bunch of stuff. But he's, he's well, and the other photographer is that guy from Dexter, and he looked sick, dude. He was so skinny. I was like, dude, he did was so he skinny. get ill? <laughs> did he have like cancer? Um, I I do like the the Sarno character and that that actor. Uh-huh do a really good job of yeah just he's just indifferent right like mm -hmm. he just kind of he's just there and like especially in that underwear modeling sequence i was just like this is so stupid because like he's just looking at his phone or looking down and then l fanning just walks up and he's all (laughs) (laughs) like there's i mean l fanning's cute but like she's just another person in the room i don't it was one of the i didn't i 
I understood what they were doing, and I'm like, yeah, right, yeah. To, to us, to us, like Rubes, she would just be another person in a room. But to and <laughs> to Sarnos, she's, <laughs> she is like, um, she is perfect in this role. I feel like Elle Fanning, mm-hmm. so totally. It's like she, because she, I think she does a lot. I mean, it's oh, again yeah. like the material is strange that she's been given to work with, mm-hmm. but. I feel like she does a lot of good face acting yeah. totally. throughout yeah. this throughout this thing. Yeah, and she she is like a unique looking person. Like she definitely does have something that's like different about her face. Yeah, you she know? well, she I I think it's very believable that she would be like this muse. I mean, she kind of totally. is in real life. There are a lot of directors that have like worked with her. Yeah, and, a lot. and her sister, Dakota. And her sister. And I love, I, I'm a huge fan of both the Fanning sisters. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I have to admit, I haven't paid any attention to them. I know they're, I was aware of them by their names, but mm-hmm. I, this is only- They're this, both really good. Yeah, they're this is really, only, really good. This is only the second L Fanning thing that I've consciously been aware of her in, so. Yeah, I'm not sure if, I'm not sure, like, I'm, I'm not, like, super familiar with her, like, with her oeuvre, <laughs> um, but you know, like I know her, but I think it's mostly because of her sister. And I, yeah. I haven't seen much of Dakota Fanning lately, but I do think they're both good. Yeah. But my mo- they're both really good. My knowledge of Dakota Fanning is mostly from War of the Worlds. <laughs> oh God, that's right. <laughs> um, but I do think I do think she's good, and I think like Gigi and Sarah look so similar. And L looks so unique from that. Gigi and Sarah don't look. Well, she similar. looks so young. Like, like, well, she's, she I, is. She's eighteen. She's and like other sixteen actresses, or seventeen. Yeah. And those uh, other actresses are in their twenties, late twenties. Yeah, they're old. <laughs> well, and they say that in the movie. In the movie, right? There's a conversation about how, like, at twenty-one, you're already discarded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which I think is <laughs> true in a lot of cases <laughs> and is horrible. Um, but no, I think they. I mean, they. They're they're both like model looking people. Like I see. they yeah. both look like they would be models. You know what I mean? And well, I think, and I think both they are. are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They are models. Yeah. So <laughs> I nailed it. <laughs> um, but Elle Fanning doesn't necessarily look like what you would think of when you would think of a model. Like uh-huh. she does have like a very unique looking face. And but I will say when she does transition to like narcissist, like yeah, crazy she, person, she transitions very well but i think they make her look stupid like they dress her up like an asshole (laughs) well but they're all dressed like assholes but particularly like they made her very much look like like a 70s disco lady like with her hair and like the like that braid yeah yeah well no this is after she does the braid when she like has like the like she like lets her hair down oh yeah <laughs> and it's just like yeah, yeah. a weird like oh, yeah. part and I she has like that. the sequin shirt with like n- like I an actually, open back yeah i i feel like i do love i love her like fashion when she kind of like turns yeah <laughs> like, oh, see, I, I was like she l- she looks dumb as fuck right? <laughs> i like it i i'm, I'm with allison i, I enjoy it okay. yeah. also like i made a note too because it's like um you know there's that scene where she's like wandering around the creepy mansion and she's just like putting on like makeup mm-hmm. and she just puts like a ton of glitter over one eye. Oh yeah. And yeah. that's, that's how you know, like how beautiful she is. Cause like, I can't put, I can't put <laughs> glitter over one eye and look like she looks amazing. Like it looks amazing <laughs> on her. 
Like, I mean, but if you do me, it, I've, what... I've tried, I've tried <laughs> and it doesn't look the same on me. I can't pull it off like Elle Fanning. Yeah, I'm definitely not a glitter boy for sure. Oh <laughs> not, not everyone can pull that off. No, you're right. Um, but, she's kind of just a, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, well, she's, I, I think when we were, Dylan and I watched Mulan last night oh, God. <laughs> and one of the things that i said was i don't under like there's a scene in mulan where the like matchmaker of the village is like <laughs> making like putting makeup on mulan and i was like oh, no. i don't i don't understand why all throughout history we've decided that we can improve our women by making them look yeah. like fucking clowns all the time and not to like uh insult anybody's like culture or history or anything like that because like europeans did it you know they yeah the victorian they, era <laughs> victorian era everyone <laughs> Done it. Yeah, everyone's done it, and I don't understand this obsession with like people just putting like <laughs> like paint on women's faces <laughs> to make them and look like, better for like I somehow. <laughs> I think it's just to make them and look like like a, like a doll. But why yeah. do why do men want to fuck dolls? I yeah. don't get it. I don't know. <laughs> and like I this is once. the whole thing about the about the neon demon, right? Because it's like Jesse has something that like you no matter how much makeup or or work you have done, you're never gonna have what she has. Yeah. Just has this like right. magic what, quality and that scene in that when they're at that that restaurant or whatever uh-huh. when he's like making uh is it sarah or Gigi that he makes stand up and like Gigi. it's Gigi like points it's out awful. like yeah we're like all and makes dean like say whether or not he likes oh, her right, right and like points out the work she's had done and stuff like that like that to me is like ugh, god like it's very it's so brutal in a well, way and, that's not... and Dean is a wannabe photographer too, right? Right. Like, so there's there's an element of that guy kind of uh, quizzing Dean to see if he's got what it takes to see these the flaws in these women versus just seeing them for their positive qualities, I guess. I don't know. Right. Because what... Dean, like the opening shot of this movie is Dean has framed Elle Fanning, Jesse, in a violent gore scene, yeah. right? Like it opens with yeah. her... I forget. Is it? Is she supposed to have opened her own I think veins it's her throat. or her throat? Okay, yeah. but she's laying like a doll mm-hmm. in gore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I don't know what to take of that shot either because it's a, like a long lingering opening shot of her yeah. like, yes. and you don't really know. She it's doesn't look real. I no. for a long time just assumed yeah. it was a a doll. Like the, actually, the other movie this one kind of reminded me of too. In like p- scenes like that, it was that. Uh, Scarlett Johansson movie Under the Skin. Okay. Yes, uh, it it reminds me of it a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Which I also really fucking love that movie. I, yeah, that movie's great. I, yeah. yeah. Um, so I was definitely getting like, you know, like hints of that movie throughout this and that long shot where it's just like in the opening shot where it's like black background and she's just laying there. Yeah. Presumably dead because we don't know it's a, fo- a photo shoot right away. But right. That reminded me of Under the Skin a lot. Yeah. And, um, so she, after the the sexual assault scene, she calls Ruby, and Ruby tells her to come, like invites Get her over right to, now, yeah, yeah, to come over. Ruby then, uh, uh, I mean, tries to force herself on to yeah. Jesse, onto Jesse. So this yeah. is this is problematic, also the yeah, trope yeah. of the predatory lesbian, and I don't think we need. Yeah not a great moment for queer representation but it's and again i don't know if it's, it's i don't know i think there are different things she's an interesting character and and jenna malone is so good in this role 
But again, it, there's something that feels a little bit lazy about it feels, making those It feels movies. lazy to have her be switch from wanting Jesse to then being ready to kill her. Like I, I felt like it was consistent with everything happening in the movie to just have even this one person. Like Jesse has nobody to turn to who isn't trying to get something from her. So yeah. I didn't mind. I, I, I hear what you're saying about the predatory lesbian being problematic. I felt it was only problematic in her response to being rejected. Like yeah. having her like come yeah. onto her and want like that. Okay. Everybody wants or like, it. But to have or her like vid- if she go. Oh no. I mean, go. if, if, she, <laughs> if go. she is like really in love with Jesse, but just doesn't, doesn't act on it at all. I think that would be interesting also. So we kind of get that. I don't know. But, I, but that would leave it. I, I feel like that would also be, uh, I don't know. You like, would have to, do some rewriting it'd be too (laughs) subtle like i don't want it to be left like is this just our interpretation of this woman's uh desire for jesse or does she genuinely desire so i i didn't mind that she does come in and like tries to smooch on her i just minded that then her response was to be so vindictive in in after the Mm -hmm. rejection that part i was like i don't like that i don't like that yeah well i mean because even dean wasn't vindictive after he was rejected he just was kind of tucked his tail and and you know kind of whimpered away yeah well i mean she was definitely you i mean allison you're definitely right that like we don't need like a predatory lesbian role <laughs> like that's not <laughs> that's not a thing that needs to be represented in media like it's been it's been done and <laughs> it's I mean, been done you know we don't it's not something we need to just like keep like putting out into the into the world and into people's views you know but yeah I the I think the the thing that at least makes it not like so weird is just like cuz so seeing it for a second time like I'm of the understanding that Ruby is just grooming her from from the get go like she's grooming her yeah. like she sees her she sees she's beautiful she's wiping the blood off of her and stuff yeah we also <laughs> see that like ruby later we see that ruby has like occult tattoos all over her and stuff yeah and well so, and she yeah. like masturbates on top of a corpse well we'll, we'll, we'll get there buddy yes. <laughs> but no like knowing all of that going into it like seeing yeah. like her, how ruby's interacting with her throughout the movie it's all to me it's all like oh she's just grooming her from the beginning like she doesn't mm-hmm. have real feelings for her she's just yeah uh, a horny occultist that wants to she's just a a a, a, a succubus you know like <laughs> basically a horny occultist uh, yeah she's just a horny occultist <laughs> i'm going to make that my tinder profile <laughs> dude <laughs> me too <laughs> um and Jenna Malone plays it so well. Like I do think oh, she's yeah. I, I do think she just doesn't get enough roles in general. Yeah. I, I don't see her enough as I want to. Yeah, um, totally. But she's so good. Like she was so good in that movie Saved. Uh, I loved her in Saved, Sa- yeah. Yeah, Saved is so good and like Yeah. She's also like in, in Into the Wild. Uh yeah. she was in uh I mean she's just I mean she's been in a bunch of stuff, obviously, but uh, yeah, I think she's great, and I wish she was in more stuff because every time I see her, I'm like, I, l- I yeah. like this one. Yeah. I like oh, this yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> she's really I like good. this one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I like yeah. this one. This person on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, so she gets rejected, and Ruby then she is like moonlighting as a uh, a morgue makeup artist as well. Yeah, and she decides to. I can't really tell if she's 
fingering the corpse or fingering herself she, or fingering she climax both. she climaxes so somewhere there's got to be something touching on her i assume well, well i mean and <laughs> you can climax without being touched okay can you though <laughs> oh yeah buddy <laughs> that's tantra or tantric sex, i mean i right? do think that's tantra. like the thing about how that scene is shot though because for the most part we're just focusing like on her face mostly yeah, and like right. um and so that there yeah, is not like on the good stuff down low. <laughs> well, honestly, when she kisses the corpse, I wanted it's to disgusting. throw the fuck up. That, when she spits in her mouth to get, I, I would, all it's I could disgusting. think was the actress who's laying there oh, having yeah. Jenna yeah. spit in her mouth yeah. to then lean in and have something moist to kiss while she's masturbating on top of it's her. It's disgusting. It's amazing. I don't, you guys, you guys, oh you guys God. don't get Shut it. You guys clearly up. don't get it because that's hot as fuck. <laughs> oh my God. Get out of here. <laughs> you leave. <laughs> Lesbian necrophilia is hot as fuck. <laughs> I mean, it's definitely a rough scene to watch. It's peculiar as fuck. And that's the point. And that's the point, you know? So, I mean, it is... I wish it is interesting I that wish it's like before they presumably dice her up and you know let all of her blood into the bathtub for Jenna Malone to to sleep in or lay in. I wish they had a shot of Jenna like masturbating on top of Jesse's no. dead body. I mean, <laughs> oh come on, God. why not? Why establish that if no. they're not going to show it? Yeah, why no, stop no, at no, one? No, no. <laughs> exactly. Let's do like let's make this whole movie about this. <laughs> Because um, you guys know that's what happened. <laughs> I did. I, I at least wasn't left with a bad taste in my mouth with this movie, right? Like as it was unfolding as being this real esoteric, yeah. symbolic symbolism laden. Like, uh, uh, what's his name? David Lynch films. I'm yes. often left with just like, oh, I just don't feel. I feel kind of gross yeah. at the end, and I didn't feel that way with this. I was entertained. I liked the yeah. weird shift towards the cannibalism for. I did too. Which felt like for no reason, but then it like, it really serves the served the whole point very yeah. well. But it didn't it didn't leave me like, like no, because I th I think it's like so much of it's just so artfully shot like all sure. throughout. It's just so beautiful. Yeah, well, but have you seen? You've certainly seen Mulholland Drive, right? That I haven't. Oh, okay. I haven't. Like, that I one need to. is is also very artfully shot, but I still at the end I'm just like. Oh yeah. God! I just oh, I don't feel okay with the world I just lived in. Yeah, and this one I don't know. Maybe it's just because it's a bunch of sexy ladies walking around. <laughs> it's easier to to swallow the uncomfortable. It's almost grotesque. It really feels grotesque. It is, despite being so uh, glitzy and glamorized, or not the yeah. world of glitz and glamour. I guess. Yes, that's the that's the. That's the point, right? That's what's hard with this movie. You know, it's kind of hard to know what to do with it because yeah. it's, yeah, it is grotesque. Yeah. Uh, and it's like so much of it, like, is it, it takes like a really an hour. We're well into like halfway through the film before we really start seeing kind of like how weird it's going to get. That is there true. Are, like moments of it. Yeah, it just. But feels... it's mostly just kind of like this dreamscape, and yeah, I'm kind of like, say... I don't know what's happening, but I'm kind of into it. Yeah, it feels meditative until then. Yeah. You're right. About an hour in, it shifts. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, wait. So, uh, so after the the necrophilia scene, <laughs> um. Which truly, like this, like I like avert my eyes. Like I can't actually really watch it. Well, because it's like also shows what Jesse's doing in that same moment, right? 
or what she's what she's thinking what Jesse's she's... doing, I think. Oh, yeah, that's I, I took what, it as I forgot, that's Ruby like but I fantasizing what, about Jesse. But with what the corpse. what was it that she's fantasizing? I remember that she's like laying on a like a, a chaise lounge. Of sorts oh, that's right. And okay. like yeah, touching yeah. her boobs and okay, stuff. That's and her her nails look really good. I do like oh, I, I like yeah. like Jesse's nail polish in that scene mm-hmm. is nice. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's that nail polish scene. Okay. I remember. <laughs> it's the nail. It's it's the nail polish scene, which is how I know it. Like truly, I was like, I remember the nail polish. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fire. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my god. Then we ca- so then oh yeah, that's right. I even wrote it down while well, Jesse sits on the red couch writhing. <laughs> yeah, writhing. That's yes, with sweet nail polish. Um, so then we have she's then she's like the that's when we get like the diving board scene yeah, right? right after that yeah. mm-hmm. which is great yeah it's great and then i kind of i guess i kind of lose lost i kind of well they don't show them murdering her necessarily right like they, no. they stab her and push well, her into the pool well, she gets chased by she gets chased by uh, Gigi and Sarah like well, they, the they don't even stab her like Jenna Moore pushes her right like there's a moment where you think that she's gonna save yeah, her they're yeah. gonna stab she, her yeah. and then she pushes her into the pool yeah and then which I mean the first time I saw this movie I was like I was kind of like oh shit like yeah. that's not really that's, how is it that's, that's not, not cool <laughs> they, that's really not cool you guys <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna be hurt <laughs> No, I just wasn't. I wasn't expecting it to go that way. I wasn't either. I I wasn't sure what the fuck was going to happen, but I'd hoped. I I was yeah. actually pulling, rooting for Jesse. I wanted her to pull some thing and like get out of it. Yeah, I mean, I kind of was like half expecting. I think like Dean to show up and mm-hmm. like yeah, save something. her or something yeah. or whatever, or her to like turn the tables on him. But no, she's just dead. Yep. And then she's just dead. Yeah. And they they walk up to her with knives, and then we see them bathing in her blood. Yeah. Well, they show the two models bathing the blood off of her, right. and then Jenna Ruby Jenna's, is laying in a yeah. bathtub up to her shoulders, and her head is you know clearly she's dunked her head a couple times just yeah. in blood. Yeah. They that, might, I, that's more blood than is in a human. Well, body. I, my guess is they probably added water. I'm they married. diluted it, it with water a little yeah, bit. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of blood. As, as you do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whenever that, I take that's baths like, of blood. That's like six Jessies worth of blood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah, she's even a more than lady. Even more than that. <laughs> even more. Like, that's like 45, 50 Jessies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then, yeah, like at this point in the movie, because now Jesse's dead, it really does, like... That's why I said earlier, I was I was surprised that it continued on. I yeah. just thought it would just kind of show shots of what those women wound up doing and then just credits, but... Right. But, like, it really is kind of just, like, moving, like, to and from, like, different, like, visually weird scenes after yeah. the other. Like, we have, like, the, the bathing in blood and sharing the blood off you, and then we have... Ruby like cleaning out the pool and like <laughs> laying with top. By the way, like Ru- Ruby's whole vibe, where she's just walking around the yard with the hose, and she's like just wearing leggings, and she kind of has like dead eye. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's like that's like my quarantine like vibe. I feel like <laughs> like, like that one second where she just like I don't know. Well, I was, and like, you, I was relating. Are you are you saying you've henna tattooed all over your torso and your boobs, <laughs> and wish. then you're spraying shit with a hose? Cool. <laughs> yeah, I just you just have like henna. Uh, pentagrams all over you <laughs> all over <laughs> and then she's laying on top of presumably jesse's shallow grave in the garden I, right i kind of like that yeah that was... yeah and like all of it is like reminded me of colvin dude <laughs> <laughs> 
but all all of this is just like is just like visually like cool uh-huh. because it's just yeah when she is like spraying down the pool and stuff like that and like cleaning it up and like it's so bright outside well and it's like an afterthought yeah. she's spraying the the hose doing like yeah. water in the garden and then she just kind of nonchalant turns mm-hmm. the hose towards the pool and you realize oh she's also now going to spray the blood out of the pool right I like that yeah yeah <laughs> But just like it going from like so like such stark darkness to then oh, like yeah, it being yeah. like so bright yeah. like just That's true the, the rest of the movie is extremely bright yeah, yeah. it's In the middle very of the day. bright yeah and it's so like it almost feels like a different movie at that point it definitely because does. so much of the movie does take place like in dark like dimly lit rooms and dark like the darkness of night well and exclusively through Jesse's perspective mm-hmm. so that yeah but they're just like continuing their lives you know and it's uh. So then, then we have Ruby like laying out on the floor and no, on the on the, in the moonlight. Oh, that's oh my the, god! The what the fuck was with that shot at the end? That's <laughs> no. right. So is she is that saying she is she dead? Like is, does she die? There? No, that's supposed to be menstrual blood, isn't it? I think it's like some kind of rebirth, maybe. Um, yeah, I, don't I forgot know. about that shot because that's that the, that's so the last weird. we see of her. Yeah, she's laying on on like the hardwood with the moonlight yeah, coming through the, the window, moon through the window and they've already established that that her looking that Jesse looking up at the moon was like her yeah. thing her sense of humanity i guess and somewhere. yeah but there's a lot of blood coming out from under ruby as she yes. lays there and she's yeah. naked yeah that's why yeah. i took it as like some goofy menstrual blood well thing. so yeah i mean that's kind of what i took it for at first too but then when we go, when we meet back up with uh, Gigi and Sarah at the the shoot the next day, and Gigi's like negatively reacting to the... no Sarah's negative reacting. Gigi's the no one. Sarah's the G- one that wins. She no, wins. No, Sarah can handle it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I got them backwards. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm telling so you. So it is hard. Similar. It's hard to know. Yeah. It's um, hard to know like what with Ruby. Like, is she? Yeah. Is she the one who? Is she another one that can't handle it, or is it something else? I don't know. I, it's hard. It's hard to know. Yeah, because I mean, yeah, the last we see of her, she, her just like gushing blood from her, her vagina, presumably yeah. from her vagina. Yeah. Uh, okay, I hadn't really thought. So, I had stopped thinking about her entirely after they they moved <laughs> to that model scene. Yeah, because so weird when they do move to the model scene. Like the model scene is like at the end is so like so disturbing and also yeah. so brutal and yeah, it's like a and it's shot like the the coloring and the lighting is like a beer commercial yeah it's so yeah. bright mm-hmm. and vivid and like there's the shot up from under the pool water and it's all blue and pretty like you know and yeah. drawing an analogy to the empty pool that they just murdered well, jesse in the day before and not only time. that but it's also showing like what we view to be like the re- like the la hollywood oh, yeah, of yeah. our like yeah. of yeah. what we think it is yeah. where it's like this yeah. big like modern mansion with like and it's like sunny and bright and warm and there's Pretty. like the pristine <laughs> pool and yeah. models doing photo shoots and stuff and yeah, with the with the beautiful ocean in the background. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. But also, like, having just seen, like, some very, for the yeah, last, yeah. like, 30 minutes of the movie, seeing, like, incredibly horrific stuff. Um, yeah. And then, and but they're just, like, completely at home in it. And it is kind of like that David Lynchian type thing of, like, showing, like, the, the underbelly of things that we presume to be, like, so glitzy and glamoury or... And like Lynch's case, he's always like trying to show like the underbelly of suburbia and, sure. and like small town life, but or just whatever. Yeah, but 
when yeah when when Gigi's like hacking up the eyeball and, and we, we've <laughs> that actually on. feels Lynchian that whole yeah. ending sequence where mm-hmm. she's yeah. hacking up the eyeball and then the perfect eyeball <laughs> rolls out and is looking at Sarah yeah it's awesome it's awesome <laughs> I fucking yeah. love that it's so good it's so good and so like over the top yeah. and campy yeah. and like yeah. a, f- like a well, good and, way and is Gigi yeah. is positioned kind of in the same f- position that Jesse is in the opening shot Right, like she's yeah, framed up point. against the wall, like sitting upright, dead with a lot of mm, gore. Yeah, yeah, with tons of gore, yeah. and having just like she keep, she's screaming, uh, "I have to get her out of me!" Yeah, yeah. And uh, Sarah just looks at her the whole time. It just watches her kill herself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eats the eyeball. Eats oh, the eyeball. I love her. <laughs> she's and, so good. She's amazing. She is really amazing. And then we see her just like walking alone through the desert. At the, yeah. Oh, oh do do they end. actually show her walking? It's not you don't see her face, but you see a woman that looks. But we're like, pretty sure it's her. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I just thought it was just desert imagery. I didn't catch that there was a person walking. It, it, after like a few minutes of desert, sure. it starts to show a woman walking, okay. and it seems to be to me. I I, I assume I, it's I, her. Then presumed yeah. it was Sarah. Because okay. why, why why would it be somebody else all of a sudden? <laughs> just a <laughs> random lady. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I. All of it, all of it at the end, like after once after the the necrophilia scene, all of it is so like so right up my alley. Yeah. In terms of like the kind of like after that scene, like you're <laughs> not going invo- to inc- incorporate that scene is is no, no I will no, not. not no. no, no, I won't. But this Baby. is exactly how I because it's like you know. I feel like there's, I've timed it because there's essentially, I think it's like a 17 minute chunk between like the Keanu scene I don't like and mm-hmm. then the, the the problematic Ruby stuff. <laughs> and like barring that section of the movie, which I do have like some major <laughs> problems with. Totally. The fact that it's kind of like a meditative dreamscape that kind of curdles into like a, uh, some kind of campy cannibalism situation. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm all on board for that. Like, if that was all the movie was, I would be totally fine. Yeah, with it. Let's yeah. just re-edit. Should we just re-edit this movie? We could do that and just cut <laughs> all we? of that out. Like, yeah, I could I do that, that. on iMovie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, I would like to do a rewrite. Yeah. Uh, wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm on board with removing the knife in the mouth scene, but I don't want that necrophilia scene gone. What I love that scene. About? You have to have that scene. <laughs> I mean, you have to have it. <laughs> That's startling. I mean, Jenna Jenna Malone is acting. Her acting is amazing, and it and it's like this weird. I'm like always so conflicted because it's like, how often do women get to do like really repulsive, interesting things in film roles? Like not very often, and that's. <laughs> That's well, pretty interesting. Well, that's, I could see, like, as an actress, why you would be drawn to oh, totally to that role. And it's funny because, like, there is kind of like the the fine line between like a, a woman feeling. I mean, I presume because I am not a woman. But Wait, are you not a woman? I, I'm not. <laughs> okay, I'm okay. not. Continue. Um, uh, but there, I feel like there probably is a fine line between wanting to feel empowered by doing something like repulsive and like daring and risky like that and Mm -hmm. like something that's exploitative and i think in this instance we have to give like jenna malone like the benefit of the doubt and assume that she wouldn't do it if she felt like it was like exploitative because 
I mean, she's yes. pretty deep into her career and stuff like that and probably doesn't, wouldn't do that unless she, like, she doesn't feel, I don't think she feels like she needs to do that in, in like, yeah. r- like terms of her career yeah. necessarily would be my guess. But she might feel like she needs to do it, like, creatively because it's, like, risky. Yeah, because it's interesting. Interesting and it's dangerous. Not, it's not like, it's not like anything I've seen no, in a movie. No, it's weird as fuck. <laughs> totally. That's, that's weird. For sure. And, it, um, and in that, and it's fucking memorable. It's fucking it memorable. It is memorable. So like, it's memorable. I like I said, and, I can only think of the other actress in that scene. Like, what the fuck yeah. was that like? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I would hope it was all right. I was hope it, I would <laughs> I would I would hope that it was fine for for both of them. All right, Janet, I got you a role. Okay, just get, just stay with me on this. Okay, you're gonna lay. You're a corpse. You're a corpse. You're a beautiful corpse. <laughs> And the woman is going to spit oh, in your so like mouth. CSI? Oh, she's going to spit in your mouth. You're going to have to just accept this person spits in your mouth, and they're going to have to do it like five or six times. No. She's going to spit directly in your mouth. Okay, okay. And you lay okay. there. Okay. And you're going to be naked. We're you're going to be naked. We're good. And, we're good. And she's going to spit. I do. In your mouth. I do hate and then that we're, we're talking on top about it you. so much because this is exactly what Ruffin wants: is for us to like. Yes, that bastard. I didn't it. even remember the scene until we got to this point. What are you know? talking about? I, it was fine. It, it was it, all these things to the point where I'm just like, okay, whatever. Why are you doing this? I don't care. <laughs> but I think like this is like my summary of this movie because like I, I never know how I never know how I feel about Ruffin, and it's partly just because of he's now, he says Ruffin weird is, things in interviews. He's one of the Muppets on <laughs> Sesame Street. Are we yeah. talking about Ruffin the Muppet? Mm-hmm, Ruffin. Oh no, 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 yeah. not, not not that guy. Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's who we're talking about. Okay. He says. Um, I'm also mixed about that. Guy. <laughs> he he just says some weird things in interviews that kind of overshot. It's like. Oh. So it's always tricky. I never, I'm never like entirely sure how self-aware he is. Mm. But like separate from that, I think I we do have to just give a lot of credit to the actresses on this movie and the DP uh, who's doing really amazing cinematography. Yeah. <laughs> like mm. I mean, uh, so it's always that's part of my struggle too. Is I just not. I, not I, being able to completely separate yeah like and some of the things he said and, i'm and, suspicious that the only like the the only real man character is that soren what, what's the guy's name the the soros the uh, so, george soros <laughs> the the, <laughs> the 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 guy who's doing the the, yeah, the yeah, underwear yeah. shoot or whatever mm-hmm. that he keeps that guy separate from the models to the extent that he does because if if you look at it as this guy Ruffin like doing some kind of analogy for his own work in this film, then it, it, it kind of supports what you're saying there, Mm -hmm. Allison, that he isn't so self-aware because that guy is never shown to be anything but in charge of his own world. And the, Mm -hmm. everyone else is just uh, not even characters. They're just like throwaway parts that he toys with as long as he needs them around. So yeah. I, you're right. I, it would be more, it would give me a better sense that this, the director himself has a better sense of his own role here. If that character reflected something that wasn't so self-absorbed. Mm-hmm. So it does make me, I, I, I hadn't put any thought towards it, but I would tend to agree with what you just said that mm, <laughs> I don't think he's fully conscious of what he's doing here. He at least is aware enough to let, so many of the women on on set have yeah. a strong influence on the film. I mean, yeah, that, that that's a little something, I guess. 
Yeah, well, and uh, believe me, nobody can relate more to not being able to separate the creator from the art than than me like oh. i i refuse to see certain movies because i hate yeah like directors and it. stuff like that so yeah i totally i what kind of like what 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 do you not like about him like that he said in interviews and stuff well he just has said i think like this was some of the backlash was because he he made these these comments about women that that felt not great you know like just like a yeah. little bit sexist oh, okay. and so then you're like and then it's like how do I read some of this? Yeah, with that movie because of that because uh. like because like on one hand I think like the line when Jesse says like my mom always said I was a dangerous girl mm. oh, is yeah. interesting. It's interesting because we do tell girls that like it's none of it's her fault. Like the fact that like people are doing horrible things because of her, um, but she's like internalizing that blame and it's. I'm not entirely clear, like how we're reading that line. If, if like Refin is also aware of that or not, and mm. maybe I'm not giving him enough credit. I just am not. I'm never quite sure with some moments in this film, like how to read them. Well, there's and, like the way I want to read them, and then there's the way that I'm not. I'm not sure if that's the intent. And I think his treatment of women in the other two movies we referenced at the beginning of this, like he he doesn't give a fuck about them right like what's her name from Mad Men who's in this movie too what's her name again Christina, Christina Hendricks representing gets... Idaho yeah yeah exactly oh, yeah. Rain, baby. <laughs> he, she gets like he he has her get beaten up and then shot with a shotgun in drive right yeah, yeah. it's very violent yeah, yeah extremely violent and I don't remember there being even a woman character in that other movie. So, well, the other, so the 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 two main ones in like Drive and Only God Forgives. It, I mean, you have Carrie Mulligan and mm-hmm. Drive, yeah. who is she's terrific. She's the she's, she's very good. she's fucking amazing in everything she does. She's yeah. right. She, she fucking is. rules. Right, but she's uh, she also does. not. She has no agency in that movie. No, she doesn't have agency, <laughs> but she does. She at least has. Uh, in that movie, she actually like she does have depth to her, she has strength. Know? Yeah, and and she's then, not used as my take on her in that film, at least. She, and, and only God forgives. You have Kristen Scott Thomas who plays Ryan Gosling's mom, and she's just a fucking monster in that right. movie. But mm. kind of in the same way, to at least to me, through like my dumb male brain, at least to me, <laughs> like it's um, it's. It's the thing where it's like, is is it like, is it like painting a, a nasty view of women, or is it uh, like giving a woman like a strong, like crazy, mm-hmm. interesting role that would probably yeah. normally go to a man, because yeah. okay. she's playing like the mafioso in that movie, who's like directing Ryan yeah. Gosling to go out and do all this like bad shit. Yeah. So, it, it, I, but I, I, I don't know. Yeah, but then with, I also don't know. This is my well, internal struggle totally. with, like, with I, the Neon Demon. Like it's I really like I, I, the answer is in the Neon Demon, right? Because even though <laughs> it's nothing but strong women in this movie, yeah. none of them are sympathetic. They are all demons. They are all trying to hurt someone else for their own gain, right? Like I feel like it's easy to land on the idea that this guy fundamentally. Well, like women but we're also like I don't know I'm sympathetic to why they are behaving that way but though. there's no you know, character in any of these that we described except for Jenna Malone who is sympathetic they're all even Chris God, why can't I not keep her name in my head the twin Christina Hendricks Christina Hendricks oh, yeah. in Drive she's also selfish 
and and driven mm-hmm. by her own desire and so is the mafia like he's not he's not filling these 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 three films at least with good strong women characters they're they're interesting because they, you're right they're different than what they would normally otherwise the kind of shit they get to like sink their teeth into but that without also a strong heroin type feels intentional or at least not if not intentional like even worse like it doesn't occur to him right yeah i mean (laughs) this is much more than i thought we'd talk about this movie (laughs) by the way Um, this is the puzzle of this movie i yeah i I genuinely didn't think of it beyond think of much about this movie beyond just like the cool symbolism of the narcissism yeah Yeah. i that i really was on board with all of that like that whole what did you call it entering the the triangle world of the zelda Zelda triforce i really liked that scene i watched it a couple times i was like that is so cool i really every part of that just felt like a like a film school project like yeah. this is my this is my senior project check I it out it. yeah um let's talk let's talk about keanu reeves really quick Ooh. yes let's get back to and keanu then, and then and then we can wrap up here okay um so <laughs> this isn't this isn't a keanu movie it's not I mean, a keanu movie I, for sure i i appreciate i would have never watched this and i'm glad <laughs> that i watched it so to, to that extent, I'm glad we've I'm, talked about it. Me too. I, I just I feel like I always have all these feelings about it, and I never have an outlet for them. Yeah, so. this, it is obscure enough that I can imagine that's true. Like, yeah. I really want to talk to someone about this movie. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Uh, and that's I mean, this is one of the things I love about this podcast too is that it's like I mean, even though we probably would have skipped this one because he's not in it that much. Yeah, I mean, he is. I mean, he's in it as much as some of the other movies that we've done. For he's sure. in it as much as some that we've skipped as well. That's hundred percent. So, but it is like, it's an interesting movie. It's an interesting movie to talk about yeah. for sure. Um, and he really does fucking bring it in this movie. Yeah. Like he, he does. Like, I feel like when he has these small roles, he, he just really brings it. Cause why not? Like, yeah, he's exactly. probably there shooting. He was probably there for one day, mm-hmm. maybe a day and a half, and yeah. Just why not? Well, they they shot in order, so he was there for like each individual day. Oh, you did say that. <laughs> yeah, the, I'm the, guessing that they didn't shoot that part of him in order because there's no reason to. But he is. It's no, in, they're shooting no in reason. L.A., so it's like you know he's probably he can just zip back and forth. He just stopped by on his motorcycle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, okay. Whatever. Um, but yeah, I do think he <laughs> he he is really fucking good in this sure, movie. He's and, great, and uh, it's <laughs> he just has to be be creepy. Okay, well it's, <laughs> it's creepy, but it's not like he's an asshole. But he's it's not like oh he's not he's not like chewing scenery. No, he he feels like a like a real scumbag. Like, oh yeah, you're right. He seems very genuine. He seems yeah. like a genuine person you'd see around. Yeah, like a lecherous motel owner. Yeah. or some scum scummy guy in like a scummy part of Los Angeles where sure. a bunch of runaways go and he's just there to welcome them all there and uh, assault them and treat them like shit. <laughs> um, but he, yep. he really embodies that role <laughs> God damn it. He does. Uh, somehow. But yeah, I, I do. I did really uh, love him in the movie. Like I obviously I hated his character, but I liked yeah. I liked Keanu Reeves in in the movie. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, I would agree. Yeah. So, what should we give our woes? Sure. Why not? <laughs> sure. Sure. Why not? Well, because um, this is tough. Because we're giving the woes really for tough. the film, right? Right. And so we're. I, fuck. I've said it before. Where I'll give 
you know, a different woe based on my feeling on Keanu in the movie and the movie through the context of a Keanu film versus how I would feel about the movie itself. But he's right. not enough. So this is just the we're rating the movie. Yeah, basically. Yeah. yeah. And it just happens to have Keanu in it. What do you, what do you, what do you got, Allison? I, this is so hard. This yeah, was like the part I was is. most worried about because <laughs> I agree. I have so many conflicting feelings about this movie. So I'm tempted to give it like something midway, mostly just because of like the performances and the cinematography yeah. and the mm-hmm. fact that it has stuck with me. So what are you giving it? <laughs> I'm afraid to go first. I'll, I'll, I'll go first. Okay, go ahead, I'm going gonna, to give this movie a three. Okay. Uh, okay. A three what? A three, a three woes. Three, three woes. Okay. Um, there is a lot I liked about it, but yeah. it's definitely not, my it's definitely not my favorite that we've done it's definitely uh there's some definite missteps and the missteps in the movie are tough to get over uh <laughs> and, and it's definitely yes. not it's definitely not even my favorite of like the three refin movies Ooh, that's like, a good drive that's a good point yeah. drive and only god mm. forgives i would watch either of those before i would watch this again for sure and yet you didn't <laughs> But I've seen both I of would, those multiple times. I would times. watch the Neon Demon actually <laughs> before Drive. <laughs> before Drive, you shut your fucking pipe. Pay, pay, I know pay, that pay. soundtrack. I really like Come drive. on, <laughs> it's really good. Um, so yeah, for for me, three. I think Keanu is really good in it, but he's not in it yeah, enough to put it to a four. <laughs> yeah. If he was in it more, it would probably be four. But uh, yeah, I mean, I I like it. I do like watching this movie, and it is like interesting and all that stuff. But. Yeah, I'm a three. I don't think I can rightfully give it more than three. I'm I'm in the same spot. Okay. I, I was gonna yeah. go three woes because it, it's definitely better than a ton of shit I've had to watch for this oh, fucking podcast. 100%. <laughs> and I enjoyed it more than a lot of those, even a lot more than I enjoyed those. And I didn't I I didn't think about it in terms of the roughing movies, but you're right. It's my least favorite of the three that, uh, that I'm aware of from yeah. him. Uh, and I'm just not gonna. If it's a movie, I'm not gonna go seek out to put on again. I'm not gonna give it more than three, honestly. Yeah, exactly. So, All right, but Allison. I did enjoy it. I thought it yeah. was. Well, see, now well I feel better t- about giving it a three. Okay, good. Oh, three okay. was, yeah. <laughs> which is kind of where I was leaning. Yeah, I you just felt like you had to go five since you suggested it. I know. <laughs> no, I know. three was is reasonable. I really appreciate it. I feel like this has been like a therapy session. I've been like getting some of my uh, <laughs> demon feelings out and it's been Total. very helpful. Um, well, we're, 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 we're happy we could help you move on with your life. Yes. Yes. Yeah. We ha- happy to ha- provide this outlet for you. Uh, <laughs> super psyched to have you back on, on the pod. Uh, it was it was great having you back. Yeah. Um, if there is any other Keanu Reeves movies <laughs> coming up, but, but we don't have many, uh, so yeah, we're getting, <laughs> no, this is 2016. Yeah, 20. I feel like I should just Wasn't only this movie like request the weird ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think we have a lot more weird ones. So, uh, are, are you doing? Are you doing the one when he's like a doctor uh, for like? Uh, to the bone, to the bone. He's, yeah, he's got a Have much bigger part in that movie than this movie. So if you we're, say we're no, I'm going to flip. We're this definitely doing over. that movie. I, I, I have seen that movie, and we. I think we have to have to. Okay, do well it. then, then like if you need a guest for that one, then I'll be in. Oh on shit! That one. All right. Well, that sound. That's <laughs> that's you, only you, a couple. That's yeah, a, that's only like two, two weeks away. away. That's like yeah. two weeks away. Yeah. Oh wow. 
Well, you you've committed now, so yeah, you're okay. in. It's you're happening. in. Yep, you're in. That that's the, end of it. that's the end of it. To the bone. So, <laughs> so that will be in two weeks. Uh, next week we're gonna be talking. We're skipping the Bad Batch. Yeah, we uh, are. And oh, fucker, we're definitely <laughs> skipping that movie. And uh, we're gonna be talking about the 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 lawyer drama or thriller, uh, the whole truth. <laughs> thriller. Uh, and so, do we have a guest for the whole truth? I am not sure. Okay, but I think we do. Okay. Um. So we will. We of course will be back next week with the whole truth. Uh, Allison, thanks again for for coming Thank by. Thank you. Uh, Thank you very much. And uh, until next time, be excellent to each other and party on, dudes. Just pretend it plays. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Allison. Thanks again oh, for coming. Man. Thank you so much. Well, we'll talk this to you was... in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Yes. <laughs> Go. It's on Netflix now. I mean, it's a Netflix original, so obviously it's it on is. Netflix. <laughs> but... I saw it the first time. I really enjoyed it. it. I watched it already. I watched it uh, yeah. in anticipation of all of this because I, I knew I'm, I'm going to have limited time to be watching these movies moving forward. You already so. watched To the Bone? Yeah. Oh, sweet. Yeah. All right. He's ready. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Allison. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.